Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. It's Mr. Encore. Fantasy, sports, and politics. Crew. Check. Fantasy, sports, and politics. Ain't no other talk show hot as this. Cover every sport and we get it all right. Log on the site, you can listen tonight. Talk about the game, who in first place. You can even call up, state your own case. Football, b-ball, soccer too. Log on, ain't nobody stopping you. It's fantasy, sports, and politics. Crew. Yeah. Come on. Fantasy, sports, and politics. Crew. Yeah. Fantasy Sports and Politics Crew uh. Fantasy Sports and Politics Crew Yeah, lock on Peace Hello everyone and welcome to a another FSP Crew Show I am your host JT, aka The Master And I'm also joined by my esteemed co-host, my fellow Jersey guy, my brother from another mother they call him Jeff the Joker, and we make up the FSP Crew Show. The number to call in is 347-637-3220. I say that again, it's 347-637-3220. is the place to be if you want to talk to Jeff or me. We got a short show today, uh, probably a half an hour. Uh, reason being, I want to hunker down um, and, and get the full scope of this game. I want to be able to watch it. I got uh, uh, in a few leagues. I got uh, uh, players in here, so um, I want to see what happens. Um, uh, and it's the first game of the season. Before, before, but before I go any further, let me, like I said, bring in my esteemed co-host, guy who's in multiple leagues with me, and <laughs> and with the last league that we were in, a stunned disbelief, to say the least. Jeff the Joker, what's up, my man? Hey, Jerry. Thanks for the introduction. Well, I was in multiple leagues with you. Um, <laughs> now I'm in just one league with you. Yeah. And uh, I, it's unfortunate what happened with the other league. I, I don't want to blame it all on the commissioner, but, you know, he was a little sluggish. And, you know, getting the league together, I guess, because of that, we didn't get enough guys interested. And, you know, I I thought it got pulled together because I got the confirmation email the night before. You know, we're having the late draft on Tuesday. I got the confirmation on, you know, email on Monday. I said, all right, we got everybody or at least almost everybody in. Um, Didn't hear otherwise. And I swear to you. I was killing that draft. I was absolutely <laughs> killing that draft. Yeah, I was doing pretty good. Picks, too. Yeah. Two picks yeah. left. Yep. And, and and that's when the draft got scrapped. And you know, I mean, leagues close. Unfortunately, it happens. I never had a league fold with two no. picks left in a, in a twenty six round draft. You um, are absolutely correct about that, my friend. And, and, but you know. I was I'm defending champ in that league, so that makes me champ for life. So, um, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, so, I hear you. Uh, but it's 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 unfortunate. But you know, it was a good mm-hmm. run. Uh, I did like that league. That was my first IDP league. Had a great mm-hmm. winning percentage. Um, mm-hmm. I, I kept losing in the playoffs, but then finally I got it together in the playoffs last year. And uh, yep, yep, you know, yep. 
Mm-hmm. I'll be looking for another ESPN IDP league next year, most likely. So, uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I've had leagues where there's been problems in the draft room when we had to reschedule, and that's very stressful, and it's very hard to reschedule at the last minute. But it, it, it's happened; I've seen it. But never a league fold at the end of the draft. That that's a first. So that 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 is an absolute first, Chef. I, you, you're absolutely correct about that. I've never, ever, ever, ever seen that. I never seen that, and it it ha- But I can't say that anymore because it happened to both of us. Um, at quite nationally at the same time, and the uh, several other guys. There's only like a handful of people in that 14-team uh, draft anyway, and I had a bad feeling because well, I made comments and, but, early in that I had a bad feeling right. about this. So now the thing is, I thought it was, I, I, and that was a very accurate observation, but I thought, well, maybe there's some guys doing auto-draft, you know, because, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not just about it, but it's a $20 league, and maybe some guys figured, well, I can't make the draft, but screw it, mm-hmm. I'll do the auto-draft, and I'll stay right. in the league, because that does mm-hmm. happen, you know? Yeah. I've been in bigger money leagues where guys will do an auto-draft, but, you know, the thing is, probably my, my biggest gripe about it is I plan my day around that, you know? Yeah, yep. And, and, yep. I, and, and I'm not the only one, you know, and, and it's, nope, you know, you aren't. Uh, uh, so, uh, yeah, yeah, but, so, uh, uh, you know, uh, yeah, oh, well, yeah. and then I, I, I did one other ESPN league. I can't even access the history of that, which I thought when you, you know, when you're on ESPN, you could access the history of your other ESPN and leagues, but for some reason I can't. You should be able to go to the, uh, main league page. And yeah. in the in the center part of that page, mm. not well, the upper right or something like that, uh, or yeah. there there's a uh, a scroll box for the, the the different years the league's been in existence, and you should be able yeah, to go back to, to what whatever um, whatever um, uh, year that you want to want to get into. You know, if it's got multiple um, years seasons, it's been in existence. You should be able to go back in whatever season you want to look at. Uh, look at how you drafted. Look at what your your last roster. You should be able to look at anything that happened. Okay, I'm gonna have to try at, again yeah. in that season. Um, yeah, that that's in every league that I know. Um, I can yeah. do that. So yeah, got I multiple so, seasons. I guess you know they keep changing these sites for some reason. I couldn't access that information. It's almost like that league got wiped off the the face of the earth. And I I think I've been in that league since I think 2009 and I'm and it wasn't the rookie year of the league, so that league's been around a while. Um but uh yeah, yeah, but that that's very very unique. But I was even I mean, I was planning on coming home early, but I figured God forbid if something happened, I I, I wanted uh and I've never done this before, but I wanted to get my buddy to do the draft for me. And people have done that. And I, I, I did a draft for somebody once because something came up and he couldn't do it. Um, just because I'd rather have my buddy do it than the auto draft. That's how much right. I dislike the auto draft. You know? Right, right. Yeah, I'm not – well, you, you, you've heard me before talk about how much I uh, – how much of a disdain and dislike I have for auto draft. I think it's a complete waste of time, and it just screws up. Um, a draft um, for, for the simple reason. Now, now you have the machine picking, which, which is fine, but you don't have it, it's no human factor in there. So, 
Right. What, and, and, and that takes away from an actual, the experience of being able to draft if you don't have the human factor. You just have a machine. Right. Well, if that's the case, you might have to auto-draft the whole freaking league. So um, that's how I feel about that. Anyway, uh, let's move on. Um, the uh, subject at hand is that the two very good teams, two playoff teams of last year, um, are coming together to play in Foxborough. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs versus the world champion New England Patriots, who are un- going to unveil their uh, championship banner uh, tonight uh, with those rabid uh, New England Patriots fans, which I despise, but you got to respect them because they got five of them now. And uh, um, and Andy and uh, Kansas City hasn't beaten the New England, England Patriots in New England since the 1990s, if I'm not mistaken. It's been quite a while. Uh, Tom Brady is 101 or something like that and 16 at home, which is a disgusting record. It's crazy how, um, how dominant they are at home. Um, I also have a person that you are familiar with as well as I am that's been sitting on the line patiently waiting for his chance to jump in, jump in here. So I'm going to give him the opportunity all the way from the ATL. What's up, Nas? Uh, Not much, man. What's going on, y'all? Hey, Nas. Thanks for joining us. All right, Nas. You got, you, you have your team. Okay, unfortunately, and, 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 and I hate to say it like this, not, well, I shouldn't hate to say it, but I'm just saying that, that 28-3, and three, that, that, that monkey on the uh, uh, Atlanta Falcons back has been um, thrown around uh, more and more leading up to this game. And uh, the only way it's going to get taken off is if the Atlanta Falcons get back to the big dance and face the New England Patriots and finish the job they should have finished last year. What's your thoughts on um, your, your team going, going, coming into the 2017 season and being able to shake off the Super Bowl hangover and get another strong run to get back to the Super Bowl? Uh, well, I don't know, man. That's a tough one. It's like if we're talking about like the Buffalo Bills of the 90s, I would agree <laughs> and say, yeah, you know, they'll probably get back there and, and, you know, pull off something. But with the Falcons, like so much had to fall in place for them to even be there. Like I, I really don't see them as just this dominant team that where you can just say uh, they'll be there again, not to mention this is Atlanta. There's a history of, Epic failure, and there's also a history of when the expectations are raised, man, you, you, you're setting yourself up for a good 7-9 and nine or something like that. So oh, I, wow. I, just, I just really don't see them as like that elite team, uh, you know, that they had, where, where they had that run last year. Uh, I do expect the defense to be improved. They're fast, they're young, and they're good. But, I mean, we got to expect some kind of regression from the offense, from the, you know, the points they put up last year and Shanahan gone. So I, I just don't see them getting there, man. I, I, I fully believe New England can get there again, but I just don't have any faith in the Falcons doing that again. 
Well, you know, they, they do have a lot of uh, weapons, um, and all their weapons have come back. Uh, Devontae Freeman signed a big-time contract, um, and he, he's gotten paid. Uh, Julio Jones is healthy, and uh, a lot healthier than he was last year. Um, for now, I, I should I got a premise. Man, man, man look, we that. had a dude go to jail the night before the Super Bowl before. We had the Super Bowl team come back the next year and the MVP candidate tear up his knee in preseason. And this is the Falcons, man. So, I mean, the shoe's going to drop, man. Okay? Like, you got a new stadium and you march to the Super Bowl. That's way too beautiful a story to happen for the Atlanta Falcons. Okay? Something bad's going to happen. I'm just telling you. <laughs> man, you are the bearer of bad news, Nas. You, you don't have any kind of uh, – I should say any kind of – but it looks like you, you're not too much in the uh, – um, Glass half full uh, uh, outlook versus the glass half empty. Um, I've seen this well, movie, man. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I, I hear you. I hear you. Anyway, um, we got a good game on, uh, tonight. Uh, uh, like I said, two playoff teams, two head coaches that have very good winning records. Quite naturally, Belichick has a better winning record in winning the big game versus Andy Reid. But uh, we got two head coaches with two very good teams. The New England Patriots have geared up with Brandon Cooks, um, gotten Philip Dorsett. Gronk is healthy. He wasn't there last year, and they still won the Super Bowl. Uh, they've got uh, Rex Burkhead, uh, Mike Gillisey, uh besides having um, um, uh, uh, James White, uh, who scored the game-winning touchdown last year. Uh, LeGarrette Blunt is no longer on the squad, but they, they're younger and quicker. Uh, I think they got better crop of running backs than they had last year. Uh, like I said, they got, also got Dwayne Allen to be just like Martellus Bennett to, uh, with uh, Gronk. They have a, a plethora of offensive weapons on the uh, uh, offensive side of the football for the New England Patriots. And they also added um, Stephon Gilmore on, on the uh, defensive side. Uh, and of a good defense that was a, a very good defense last year. And uh, they showed up a, a, a spot they needed to show up in the backside of that defense. Uh, some people are predicting that the New England Patriots are going to repeat from years back when they were undefeated going to the Super Bowl. I don't think that's going to happen. I still think, you know, you're a Super Bowl champion. Um, you're the New England Patriots. And that that is twofold. Uh, and that's twice the, the size of the bullseye that's on your back. And, and, and the incentive for each team to either play in Gillette or play at their respective home stadium and give their absolutely Super Bowl performance against the Super Bowl champions to try to knock them off that perch and not have what they, what they did last uh, a few seasons back going undefeated going into the uh, Super Bowl and with the Giants having to knock them off. Speaking of the Giants, uh, and Jeff, uh, your diva, your, your one and only, Odell Beckham Jr., is at, at, right now is at about 50-50, can run straight line, can't do any cutting, and so he's questionable um, going into the uh, Sunday night football game. Uh, and also in that game, uh, Ezekiel Elliott, 
through proceedings that took place earlier this week uh, with the uh, uh, arbitrator uh, still reinforcing the ban of six games, which I thought was going to happen. Uh, I didn't think they were going to waver from that. And that the um, uh, uh, due to the uh, uh, legal proceedings that his, his representatives have uh, put forth, uh, there's going to be ruling tomorrow whether uh, that restraining order is going to be uh, upheld or uh, dismissed. And it, 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 it's a big thing because the fact is if it's upheld, then for all intents and purposes, anybody who had Darren McFadden short of Zeke getting hurt is just uh, going to be sitting on the sidelines while Zeke gets the majority of the carries. Or if it's dismissed, um, then uh, Zeke has to serve that six-game ban. I don't know what kind of illegal uh, recourse he has past that. And uh, um, Darren McFadden becomes uh, what he was a few years ago before Zeke came on the scene. I know I said a lot in the last three, two, two to three minutes or more, but I'm going to give it to Nas. And Odell Beckham and Zeke, uh, two guys that – or one's going to be on the field. The other one is uh, uh, questionable. Talk to me, uh, Nas. Yeah, I think we will see Odell play, uh, you know, maybe as mostly uh, just to be a dummy on the field as far as helping everybody else get open, just him being there, <clears throat> kind of that gravitational force of a Hall of Fame wide receiver, all-time great, who we're looking at right now as a young dude. Uh, I, I do think he will play, but I, I think it'd be better if he didn't. Uh, I think they should think long term as far as the season, and just sit him out for a little bit, let him try to heal up, and you know, see what you can do. That Cowboys defense is not that good. Uh, I think they can be had even without him, but I do think he's going to end up playing. But as far as I know, with uh, Zeke, he's playing this Sunday, and then uh, the suspension starts. So just the amount of of clowning that's been possible in fantasy football leagues for the people who drafted Zeke early, man. That's been a lot of fun, man. Uh, my homeboy Cowboy fan, James, drafted Zeke, told us the suspension was going to be lifted. We didn't know what we were talking about. And now we've just been laughing at him every day, sending them fake <laughs> trades and then canceling the trades. So we're having a lot of fun with that, man. But, <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I want to def- definitely hear what Jeff has to say, man, because I know, you know, he's a giant guy. So I want to hear what you have to say about this situation, but. Well, Man, this is crazy. Yeah, it's well, crazy. I'm a Giants guy. Uh, I'm, I'm not an Odell Beckham guy. I mean, uh, I I can't, you know, uh, dispute his talent. I, I I just I don't like the guy. Um, I don't like his antics. Um, you, you know, it, it, it's like I I don't understand it. But um, the thing is, you know, for fantasy purposes, you know, it's a Sunday night game, so that kind of complicates it. You know, um, they might shed more light between now and then, but you know, if if he does, you know, if it's a late scratch or something, that 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 could be that can mess up your squad on a Sunday night. Um, this thing with Elliot, I mean, for fantasy purposes, um, I, I I was pretty much avoiding him in drafts. Like maybe I would have taken him around the fourth round, but. Uh, by then somebody else is going to do it. People are still drafting him in the second round. And, uh, 
you know, it looked I mean that that suspension I guess maybe could get reduced. But it, it looked like a real six game suspension. That's almost half the fantasy season. I yes. mean, yeah, he's gonna give you good production when he's playing, but maybe his first game back he might not have a full workload. You know, I I can't have an early pick who I know there's a very strong chance I'm gonna I'm gonna miss for half the year. It doesn't yep. add up. People are like, oh, you'll have him for the playoffs. Yeah, whoop de doo. You piss away a second round pick, you're not making the playoffs. You know? Right. I mean, mm-hmm. in fantasy, I mean I wanna come out smoking. I wanna That's start it. fast. I, I, I don't wanna start one in three. I mean, uh, well, I, I made the playoffs once after one and four start, but uh, uh, you know, it just I I don't like rolling the dice that early in the draft. Mm-hmm. Um, and now there's another thing on the horizon uh, with Jarvis Landry's being investigated, yep. and uh, you know, it hasn't been getting a lot of publicity, but you know. Who knows? Maybe they'll they'll spend the whole season investigating him. One of the, one of the many things I don't understand about the Elliot thing, the um, accusations of him, you know, with with uh, the accuser who, you know, the judge said didn't sound uh, credible. Wasn't that before he played with Dallas? Wasn't that when he was still in college? You know, I mean, I I just I I, I don't understand. I mean, uh I'm all for due process. I mean, I, I hate domestic violence as much as anybody, but I'm all for mm-hmm. due process. Um, it's not just for the bad guys. It's for everybody. And um, I don't like the idea that if, you know, God forbid I was accused of something in court, you know, which could happen, bad witness, bad evidence, you know, uh, mistaken identity, you name it, it, it happens. Um, that, let's say, the court doesn't press charges because – you know, they don't have a strong case, and then my employer or someone representing them says, well, you know, they're not pressing charges, but we're still going to, you know, suspend you. I'd be like, who gives you the right? But, you know, the players bargained it away, and it's only a very small percentage of players who have to deal with this, and I guess the the rest of the guys, they're not going to go on strike over it. And for lack of a better term, Goodell has a hard-on for this. You know, you know he wants to be the sheriff, and this is his Vietnam. He he bit off more than he could chew, when he's looked like an absolute fool. Because I, I think, you know, he's pandering to morons. You know, because people who might not even be fans say, oh, you know, this is a thug league. Oh, look, a couple guys got arrested in the off season. It's like, yeah, you got 1,600 players. There's going to be one or two bad apples or, you know, an incident here and there. Um I think that those are the morons he's pandering to. And it's like, this guy's supposed to be a lawyer. He doesn't understand. He doesn't seem to understand due process, conflict of interest, and a lot of other things that most folks understand without law degrees. Okay. Well, speaking of your commissioner, uh, he came out pretty strong in uh, the last couple of days, um, sticking up for his players and also sticking up one for one particular player. Uh, from the Seattle Seahawks, who supposedly got into a bad situation um, um, on questionable reasons. Uh, and um, there's a lot of back and forth from both sides, meaning from Michael Bennett of the Seahawks and from the Las Vegas Police Department. After the Conor McGregor fight, they got into a, uh, some type of situation. 
um, which Michael uh, Bennett is accusing um, the officers, who both happen to be minorities, but that does not mean a thing uh, when it comes to uh, what he accused them of, uh, because some of the worst police officers can be uh, one of the same race or a minority. Uh, it's just not the um, uh, color of the person's skin being a, a, a police officer. It's the mindset um, that is what is, is the deal here. Um, Roger Goodell came out in support of Michael Bennett. Um, the Las Vegas Police Department wants the NFL to investigate uh, 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 Michael Bennett because they said he was put, pushing uh, uh, false accusations. Nas, what's your th- what's your thoughts on this? Yeah, well, well, this is the difficulty of the NFL weighing in on so much. Uh, then you end up having to weigh in kind of on everything, and you're going to do it from a corporate position to where really there's nothing that could come back and hurt you. It's going to be like you know real uh, <laughs> sanitized and. You know, like, I'm surprised that they even made a statement, but I guess now, you know, they kind of crossed the Rubicon, and this is kind of what they're going to have to do going forward with the Kaepernick situation in the background. So Mm -hmm. this is good cover for them as far as not looking like they're blackballing Kaepernick, and you get a way to support a player in a situation to where, like, if you say it wasn't, if, if you say Michael Bennett exaggerated, like, that would be the only other side to this. Like, you can't say the man made it all up. So they really can't lose on this one. Uh, the police department, of course, they're always kind of truculent about how they come out about these situations. They're going to back right. their guys. So right. this is going to play out real weird, man. But uh, they're taking a page out of the NBA, man, coming out and saying something. Like I, like I said, I'm surprised they did it. But I guess this is the new normal. Jeff, talk to me. Yeah, you know, um, I, I, I'm curious, and I'm, I'm not excusing in any way. This is, you know, disturbing incident. Do, uh, do police maybe? I'm not. Do they maybe overreact with somebody as large as as Michael Bennett? You know, I wonder if that has something to do with it. I mean, to me, it doesn't look good. The case doesn't look good for the cops, but I, I, you know, I saw, you know, the video. I don't, I don't have all the facts. I don't know all the story, but you know, maybe you know when they see a guy that big, they, they, you know, they really get uh, uh, overzealous. I don't know how else to put it, but you know, I'll tell you, there's a. I think a lot of people, you know, might think a guy, you know, like a Michael Bennett, think, ah, you know, he's one of these militant guys. He probably provoked it or so, or something like that, and. um you know, I'll tell you, there's a, an NFL Hall of Famer who many years ago was the victim of police brutality, and he won a case against him in court, and I don't think he ever publicly spoke about it. And maybe maybe he should all these years later. Do you know who I'm talking about? No, I don't. Who, LT? No, no, no. Lynn Swan. Lynn Swan, um, well, yeah, Super Bowl MVP, Hall of Famer in – you know, in, in right after he was drafted by the Steelers, he was out with his uh, two brothers and a cousin. I think they were celebrating him getting, uh, you know, drafted in the first round by the Steelers. They get pulled over for running a red light, and they got beat down and verbally abused 
by the police for no reason. And, and it took a long time for it to go through the courts. And I, I don't think Glenn Swan ever spoke about it publicly. You know, he retired, uh, became a successful businessman, got into politics. But, uh, you know, uh, you know, he ran on the for the Republican Party, for governor of Pennsylvania. You know, this isn't a militant guy. This is a classy guy. This is a respectable guy. And even someone like him, you know, has to worry, has to deal with it. It was a long time ago, but it doesn't look like we've gotten much better. You know, I don't think he ever discussed it in interviews. Uh, You know, I'm I'm curious what he has to say about this. Maybe he should speak up. Yeah, I I think it depends on your position on whether he would be classy or respectable. Uh, But his position also means you don't talk about things like that because that would be actually bad for his position as far as who he is politically. But, man, the, the Bennett case, uh, the only tape we've seen uh, didn't include the incident with the gun. So we didn't see that part. Uh, the cop's uh, body camera malfunction uh, seemed to have not recorded uh, the actual <laughs> close incident. So we don't have that. The only thing we have mm-hmm. is them cuffing him and holding him down, and he's calling them sir. So I mean, he knows the rules of, of the of society and how you uh, react to policemen. You try to soothe them and try to calm the situation as best you can. Uh, like I said, it's, the whole issue is the power dynamic. Uh, do they have too much power and have some of them uh, kind of taken on this job and glorifying themselves to an extent to where they can't be reasoned with? And if you start measuring things out by size, then you're talking about you're throwing the law out the window. You're a big guy, therefore you don't get X, Y, and Z as far as right. So there's a lot going on with this. Yep. And it's apropos to hear a siren in the back. Uh, Anyway. Um, (laughs) You know how that is, Jeff. Anyway, like I said, this is an abbreviated show. And uh, it's about that end of that time. Uh, I know you guys both play fantasy football. Hopefully you guys have an enjoyable weekend, including Monday night. And may the best of your teams produce and bring out that uh, the first win for the season. I'm going to give it to Nas to give me some whatever he wants to say before we uh, close out of here with Jeff following. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll be real quick. I think I heard the cops in the background on somebody's line, so I think we better quit talking about them. Obviously, uh, a beatdown may be coming. But, uh, yeah, man, first week of fantasy football, this is a good time because all of the people who are horrible in your league, they're going to watch the first week of games and go make some bad decisions. And it's time to clean up in the waiver wire and also in trade because yep. people who don't know what they're watching are there for the picking. So that's what I'm waiting on. Wait for these games, and then I'm going to put my mask on and start robbing. <laughs> I'm a man after my own heart. Talk to me, Jeff. Uh, that sounds like a plan, Nas. Um, uh like to wish Nas, Jerry, everybody an uh, enjoyable fantasy season. And, and, and uh, reality too, and uh, just wanted to bring to Jerry's attention in case he wasn't aware. Next Thursday night, uh, his his team, the Houston Texans, are playing. They're on to Cincinnati, um, and that's on the NFL Network. So uh, mm-hmm. just you know, I, I'll be honest. Like I, I don't usually look at the next Giant game until you know maybe the the game they're playing is almost over. I don't always think that far ahead. So. Mm-hmm. 
Well, after you guys finish your thing, this is what I was going to say. Next Thursday, I will not be here. I will be in Cincinnati looking at that game live. Um, so next Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, there will, be not, there will not be an FSP show uh, because I'll be uh, taking my show on the road and watching the uh, Houston Texans play the Cincinnati Bengals in Cincinnati. Um, so uh, with that being said, enjoy the weekend and have a very good fantasy weekend. Um, I'll talk to you guys and, and uh, people sit, listening out there in, in two weeks. This is the 7th. The next time I'll be talking to you will be the 21st of uh, September. With that being said, it's time to get out of here and watch some football and uh, watch the football season. And hopefully it's, it's a good game. See ya. Yeah. Mr. Icar. Fantasy sports and politics. Crew. Check. Fantasy sports and politics. Ain't no other talk show hot as this. Cover every sport and we get it all right. Log on the site, you can listen tonight. Talk about the game.